this was in 2019 if you remember there were a lot of uh, farmers which were which were committing suicide and were dying because of the heat the extreme heat yeah. this was before the pandemic and there were there were no there were no resources for these farmers and it was it was a massacre so to call it because there were no privileges uh, which were given to them by the government as well so they were just struggling and they were counting the days on the on their 10 fingers which they had to live Hmm. so and that's when i as a as a small kid <laughs> with big spectacles decided to do something about it so what i did was um i created this robot called kisanobot and what it does is similar to its name it's an assistant to the farmer so the robot uh, basically helps the farmer do everything the robot plows the field then it sows the seed waters it does the humidity temperature check everything all of it and the only thing that has to be done by the farmer is that after a few workshops which would be organized by a team of engineers the farmers would learn how to operate these robots and that's what they would do hey this is your host manakshi shivaswa also known as my boho voice and i welcome you to another amazing episode of inspiring explorers and as the name suggests inspiring explorers is all about inspiring you with the inspiring life journeys of some of the most successful personalities from around the world and they also share with us some interesting travel experiences that are not limited to sightseeing and this time on inspiring explorers we have an inspiring explorer who is a super kid a kid who has been an entrepreneur since he was just 11 years old palash jadhav palash jadhav at just the age of 14 is the co-founder of a gift store called one last chapter encouraging people to read more and the author of cafe ole Not just that when he was only 11 years old Palash designed a robot named Kisanobot who as the name suggests was made to assist and help the kisans the farmers of India with working in the dying heat in this episode we'll decode the thought process of this kid's smart brain so tune in for getting your mind blown and before we start this episode let me tell you that you can watch all my inspiring explorer episodes on my youtube channel named my boho voyage spelled as m y b o h o v o y a g e or you can listen to them on spotify apple podcast and google podcast just search for inspiring explorers on the apps and you'll find the show also all the links are mentioned in the description box below also come connect with me on instagram @mybohovoice to catch me and my guests go live on instagram so without any further delays let me welcome our amazing guest for today palash jadhav Yes, hi. How are you doing? I'm doing nice. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm doing great as well. <laughs> All right. So, um yeah. So, welcome to Inspiring Explorers yeah. Palash. I'm super glad that you're on Inspiring Explorers. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. same super pleasure to have you so uh, palash you were an entrepreneur when you were just 14 years of age and you know so i just want to know that what motivated you to be an entrepreneur at such a young age and what was your startup right so uh, first of all thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here and interacting with you um as a 14 year old rather 13 when i was when i came up with uh, a lot of different ideas um i was i always wanted to create something of my own right and i was wondering how fun it would be to have something which you could run and to be your own boss so when my father um you know we were just discussing this a few uh, some time uh, before i came up with these uh, ideas 
and uh, right after this i did a course with clever harvey so clever harvey is a platform which encourages uh, uh, students to um, to pursue these ideas and actually create create them into something which can be scalable right so they have this program called a junior mba and my dad came across it on instagram and he was like you know you should check this out since we were discussing uh, then that uh, i could do something like this and this would be the perfect opportunity for me to to get on it so that's what i did i get, i enrolled for their junior mba course i completed the ceo um, uh, ceo course then the cto and then the cmo and uh, i came up with art uh, that stands for uh, art revival 2 a r t and that was the first idea i had uh, and that is something which i worked on extensively because that was really fascinating so art basically was a platform where you could uh, uh, learn these traditional art forms of india which are dying uh, from the authentic um uh, authentic uh, artisans which live in these rural areas plus you could also get these curated art boxes delivered to your house so you could um, uh, follow along with the tutorials and then create beautiful art pieces so that was my first idea and after that i i'm an avid reader i love to draw i i'm an avid reader and uh, then i was like you know why don't i transform this into something so what i did was i then uh, my friend my best friend amrita and i we started a blog a very simple blog it was called one last chapter owing to how you're always uh, yearning for one one uh, one last chapter and you're always like ek chapter bas aur ek exactly and uh, yeah yeah so so we came up with that name and the blog and uh, after after i think it was like 5 6 months after we consistently posted on that blog every sunday at 12 uh, that's when we re- when we came up with this idea and you know when i was i was brainstorming and i was like as a reader i'm always looking for these gifting options where i can gift it myself or other people these hampers or uh, you know just a box filled with these amazing uh, books and uh, merchandise related to that and uh, i was like i already have a platform which is my blog one last chapter why don't amrita and i turn this into a business as well so we started a side hustle the shop uh, and what we started doing was we created these uh, awesome uh, curated hampers which you could uh, give to yourself or others and completely per- uh, personalized so you would get a lot of things uh, including books uh, stickers bookmarks uh, coffee tea whatever you can choose and the highlight of that box is you also get a pack of seeds so when you start reading the book you could also sow the seeds so wow. by the time you're done reading the book you would have sprouted an uh, a new life so wow. you know it's like a whole experience to get all together in a few months down the line we also started selling candles and in january we released our, our desk calendar set and lots of different things so so that's that's my journey and that's uh, that's where i am right now and uh, we also started posting on instagram and uh, we, we we suddenly grew from a com- uh, platform and a community of 25 to 4 490 something and now closely reaching 500 so yeah that's that's pretty cool and that's where we are right now that's amazing that you're doing and that um, you know idea of bringing the seed is like something really unique 
like by the time a reader yeah, is yeah. reading the book and they're completing it they already have a plan with them and you can you can like yeah. literally watch your journey you can you can capture time yeah, through those yeah yeah like, yeah that's that's the agenda yes. beautiful beautiful idea palash like uh, i'm very inspired by this that at such a young age you're thinking about all of these things and uh, like such an inspiration for all the kids and teenagers that how you can utilize internet for the benefit of your future rather than just you know wasting time on just scrolling through endlessly without thinking so uh, i would also like to ask that uh, while you started your business and you started merchandising so you must have faced certain challenges um, of outsourcing the products then delivering it so uh, what were those challenges between starting like, and actually making that idea work so of course you know of course i'm i'm 14 so i have school i in part i'm in 9th i i was in 9th grade and now i'm in 10th um it's difficult especially since i have school so managing that plus the extra curriculars and the side business it's difficult for sure um and especially now what we were for these stickers bookmarks and all of it which i mentioned every small detail which goes into the box has to be designed by someone right and uh, when we started off we were not at a position where we could outsource those designs so exactly. i was the one who had to design all of that and get it printed then cut all of it and there was a phase in the start where we were such at such a stage that i had to sit and hand cut the sticker sets which which used to go into the packets because yeah. because you know yeah, to get those die cut stickers you have to you have to place an order in bulk and of course why invest that much if you're not received uh, a significant amount of orders exactly. so that's what i had to sit and i had to cut these stickers and then you know uh, make sure that uh, it does not go wrong and it was a time consuming process because i'm sure you can imagine that if i get even a single cut wrong at that stage it's a lot of money which goes on the drain for me Exactly. So that was a significant challenge which I faced. Other than that, uh, designing, then you know, getting all of this stuff uh, cut and uh, cutting it, sitting and cutting, then packaging, uh, getting these uh, boxes and outsourcing all of those materials. That is again a challenge because these these vendors they are they're pretty as a you have to place a bulk order. Mm. Only then you get a a good deal. Yeah. or it's it's not worth it because why will i order 25 boxes for uh, that it, that guy can also not afford it he'll be like nahi for 20 boxes i'm not giving it to you at x price huh. so that's that that was a challenge and thankfully now that's not a problem so yeah those are a few of the challenges which we faced and another one is obviously motivation every every sunday or every saturday amrita getting the will to write the blog and me me uh, wanting as a uh, getting uh, that motivation to post on instagram every single day without fail that is difficult it's something which uh, which you need to you know foster and you need to be like you know this is my goal and i need to do this much to work to work, uh, to reach that goal so that is the i would say that is the apex of all of the challenges nothing can top that off and i think that will that is a, a consistent challenge which we are going to face in the future as well but but yeah it's all worth it in the end that's wonderful so you mentioned a very good point to stay motivated is the hardest challenge so if i may ask how do you guys stay motivated uh, along with all the work that you're doing already like you're schooling and also you are schooling during the covid era okay so like 
how yeah. are those challenges like um so you when if i may ask when did you start your business it was 2019 i guess no so um it was 2020 in the initial stages of the lockdown okay um, and that's when that's uh, that in in fact that's when amrita and i actually started becoming good friends and that's when we started this and yeah as you mentioned the the covid the covid batch as everyone calls us <laughs> yes uh, thankfully <laughs> that won't be the case for me hopefully because my school starts from uh, uh, monday and it's going to be offline so cool. great that's good yeah uh, and yeah um the other question where you talk about how we keep ourselves motivated the main part is seeing the goal and you know and under and that you know these testimonials which we get from our customers some of them who are repeating it's it's great to see that because uh, when we see how these uh, all of these uh, young people who are not who've never opened a book in their life to to uh, to read in their leisure time it's great because you know you you've made a difference in someone's life and you've also created a best friend for them because yeah that's what books are once you start reading them yes once you get into reading books you can never leave your house without one so that, seeing that it is that is one of the factors which keep us motivated and apart from that just going somewhere and telling someone that i have a business this is it this is my business card check it out that that feeling of pride and uh, you know it it shows that when you sit back and relax and see what you've built that is that is something which will keep you motivated and you know that you can grow it further so that's that's something which uh, keeps both of us motivated for sure wonderful kudos to you and amrita both of you have done an amazing job in that the way that you're telling me that you show around your business cards and i think at such a young age bringing that entrepreneurial mindset is amazing like you're a true asian kid <laughs> the smart kid <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you cuz this, this is the time where we can give into those stereotypes <laughs> <laughs> yes you can all right cool so uh, being the covid batch that you mentioned cool so how was that ninth being in complete lockdown and not meeting your friends so how did you manage being motivated and not going you know frustrated like i'm not meeting my friends i'm young i still want to do a lot of things going out so how did you manage all of that you as well as your parents okay so i would like to know that how it went up in a high school kids you know life 2020 right so um ninth was it was a mix of feelings definitely a whirlpool of different emotions um especially that the thing was that i was in the student council i was the head boy so i was since 6th grade i've been looking forward to organizing this event uh, these events offline and doing a certain amount of activities which are restricted to only the student council and unfortunately i was not able to do that so i was upset for that but then waking up 30 minutes before your class that is a pro for sure and uh, and yeah that's why it was a mix of emotions meeting my friends definitely i met a few of them in the lockdown at uh, uh, maybe once or twice in the month but uh, apart from that i did not uh, that was that was there i did not meet a lot of people and uh, uh, my parents did not really have a problem that to school ja to school ja nothing like that but then yeah. i was also uh, I, like i mentioned before i was looking forward to going to school because i wanted to physically sit in the class and understand because when you are actually there you understand much better compared to these on, uh, online classes where you uh, when the camera is off your mic mm-hmm. is muted and no one knows what anyone in the class is doing 
Yeah. Because there's just a handful of students who are speaking and the others, I don't know what they're doing exactly. <laughs> but in an offline class, I can see everyone. And that's why it's a very immersive experience. So yeah, definitely. So that was that was uh, a mixture of emotions. But thankfully, now it's all come to a stop. Yes. And also, I would like to uh, mention that you also did some Zoom parties, birthday parties, because you were not able to attend. Uh, like in 2020, you guys did a Zoom birthday parties. Did that happen? Yeah, we did that. We did a we did these uh, yeah, you know, for a few of our friends. They we did not see that was the time where everything was new and it was interesting because this was not a medium which we had explored before. So for a few of our friends, including mine, I think a friend, uh, a group of friends of mine, they organized a birthday party for me online, and we did that too for uh, for a few of my friends. And that was that was fun. In fact, this year we also organized a lot of other events like Teachers Day online, and it was it was fun. But then when I look back at that, I can I cannot stop thinking about how much more fun it would have been if it was offline. So uh, so I'm I'm very 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 glad that the batch which is going to take over this year in ninth grade, uh, they do not have to go through that because they will have a lot on their hands and that's going to be a great experience for them exactly especially starting high school i know the feeling that's when you are looking yeah. forward towards school like now we are actual teenagers <laughs> so we need to be immersive <laughs> cool okay so and also you write books on whatpad so you also have a story please let us know about that story in your own words and also about yeah, i would yeah. like to know about the characters ingram and naomi that came into your mind how did those came into your mind and bringing them into life so funny story um uh, i start i'm co-authoring this book uh, with sally she's also a great friend of mine and we started again uh, owing to my and uh, her common love of reading we started the book and we were like let's you know let's write something and this is let me remind you this is not just the first attempt we've done a lot of attempts before this and we've failed but mm. but this is something which we've continued because this time we're taking a take the message through and uh, we're publishing one one chapter per month so there's no rush before this we were in a constant hurry that we're going to complete the book in one month that did not happen disclaimer <laughs> but uh, but yeah on whatpad it was it's it's a good experience because what happens is that you have a deadline it's not very close but but you get to write and it's a pleasure working with Sally and writing as well because uh, I have always wanted to write a book, especially a young adult uh, rom-com, if I can call it that. Yes. Uh, and that's that's uh, that's a great experience so yes and Ingram and Naomi they're based on a few friends and a lot of different character traits have been taken from everywhere uh, so so coming up with the names coming up with the whole character the whole uh, character arc and everything it was pretty interesting uh, because we spent I remember we spent quite a lot of time working on them uh, especially their names you know if you've uh, if you've ever if anyone uh, if our uh, listeners have also worked on a novel before they'll know that coming up with the name for a character it's pretty difficult because you don't want it to sound too cliche yeah and you don't want it to sound uh, sound like something which no one has ever heard before yeah. so uh, ingram instagram sl- slight confusion but then it was it was a good uh, good uh, good thing which it was a pretty good experience when we started writing and i'm sure we're going to do great things in the future for as well with the book Exactly. I read few chapters before uh, this interview and I was like, 
I had to literally, you know, push it because I had to take the interview. Otherwise, I would have continued reading. It's like that interesting. You guys are doing really great and uh, way better than a lot of. Uh, I might I might say at this age and also at our age we are not able to put uh, everything into words and then you guys are making it happen and those characters seem really interesting and in you know the modern times and running running along with the you know the thoughts of the teenagers currently so kudos on that so uh, would like to know the name of the book Oh yeah, it's called Cafe Ole, uh, and Cafe Ole is for anyone who does not know is basically a kind of a drink. The idea was that this is a drink which is not very frequently ordered. Uh, in fact, you might not even find it on the menu of some places, right? But if you ask for it, then you might probably get it. But uh, and that's what and Ingram and Naomi both uh, share a common love for Cafe Ole, the drink. and when they first meet at that cafe uh, ingram is working there and uh, naomi comes and orders that uh, late at night and that's that's how their friendship starts and that's why we felt that it was an apt uh, title for the book because um, a monumental uh, uh, thing which uh, which started as the pillar for that book so yeah that's the name i'm actually mind blown with the idea and the thought processes that you are putting into this so sally and you are again doing a great work uh, amazing things that you're creating at this age and the things that the thought process was really wonderful you know that uh, the drink that nobody orders like very few so yeah, unique yeah. amazing idea i cannot believe Thank kids are doing this <laughs> so we can get so much inspired by all of this so wow coming up with such ideas is amazing and i can only see a very bright future for you and can't wait to see the more interesting things that you're going to create with your amazing mind so you were also <laughs> into uh, robotics uh, in china so what was yeah, that yeah. Uh, the robot that you created and the you know again the idea behind it your beautiful idea behind it right. and yeah so um yeah so i before uh, i think this was in fourth or fifth grade or something i don't exactly remember um i joined this uh, this this group of uh, science enthusiasts it was called science kids and uh, what we did was we created you know it 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 was a robotics program so there are multiple levels to it and all of that and uh, uh, there was a competition called robotics which i which we had entered and along me along with this uh, boy called neil who was my partner what i did was um, initially before before i met neil and before science kids i had entered this competition which was an inter school one and we were just said that you know make a robot which can uh, help solve a problem and that's when this was in 2019 if you remember there were a lot of uh, farmers which were which were committing suicide and were dying because of the heat the extreme heat yeah. this was before the pandemic and there were there were no there were no resources for these farmers and it was it was a massacre so to call it because there were no uh, privileges uh, which were given to them by the government as well so they were just struggling and they were counting the days on the on their 10 fingers which they had to live Hmm. so was and that's when i as a as a small kid <laughs> with big spectacles decided to do something about it so what i did was um i created this robot called kisanobot and what it does is similar to its name it's it's an assistant to the uh, to the farmer so the robot uh, basically helps the farmer do everything of course i made a smaller version of it not the big one which would actually be in the field 
the robot plows the field, then it sows the seed, waters it, does the humidity, temperature check, everything, all of it. And the only thing that has to be done by the farmer is that after a few workshops, which would be organized by a team of engineers, the farmers would learn how to operate these robots. And that's what they would do. They would operate these robots, refill the water seeds, all of that. Mm. And yeah, and that would make it easier for them. And this could be done throughout the year 24-7. But uh, mainly this would be very effective in the in the in the summer because that's when the heat actually hits them we don't realize it because we're just uh, sitting in these privileged boxes with air condition uh, air conditioning but they actually have to rough it out on the field so maybe they could they could, they could use that and that's what and uh, yeah so now skipping uh, skipping to the time where i met teal he collaborated then we uh, collaborated with me on this on this project and what we did was we added a few more things, modified it, and created a pitch deck about the robot. And and yeah, and then we entered robotics. And uh, funny enough, what happened was we did not place first, second, or third. But then the judges decided that we should still go to the national round. So they were like that you've not won, but we still want you to go to the national round because we think that there is some, uh, things which you could improve upon. But we really like your idea. So yeah, and that was that was pretty interesting because both Neil and I were in tears by then because it was uh, it had been uh, a, a very long time uh, where we had worked on that robot. Not only that, a lot of effort put into it. And after all, we were just uh, young kids uh, during that time. So you know, and we yes. started crying and everything. And then I was like, wait, I hear something. And then the judge announced that, and we were very, very, very happy. And, uh, and yeah, and then we went to Ahmedabad and that's when we had the national round. So in the national round, there were lots of people from over India and this was again Robotex and there was a judge from China. In fact, both of the judges were from China. Then there was a CEO of a industrial group as well. And the principal of a university, a very famous university. I don't seem to recall their name. But uh, yes, it was it was uh, it was a rigorous competition, and there we had placed second uh, in in the national competition. And after that was done, the, the I received a call after returning uh, from there. That's right after I returned. I returned at two in the uh, two in the night, and six six in the morning I had my examination. So I had to go to school and give my history paper, which I uh, <laughs> which I had not prepared for. So, and after, after a few weeks, I, I received a call from them and, you know, my, my dad was, he picked up the phone and he was like, hey, they want to speak to us. And he put it on speaker phone and they were like, look, we really like your idea. And, uh, there is a conference which is happening in China and, uh, and we want you to go there and present your idea. So I was like, wow. <laughs> and, exactly. uh, and yeah. That's that's when I went to China for for a brief span of four days again exams so yeah <laughs> yeah so we went uh, went for four days uh, two of which we had the conference and uh, and right after that for uh, two days it was it was amazing there were a lot of different workshops I got to see what uh, what what the Chinese uh, work on the robots they worked on and all of that and uh, the the whole complex it was so futuristic where we were stationed the food it was it was lip smackingly delicious uh, we had a lot of noodles and uh, a lot of uh, surprisingly there was a lot of vegan food over there as well which yeah. was which was delicious it is it's not uh, again 
again not not like stereotypes it's actually cool. pretty interesting and pretty delicious so cool. right uh, so that's when the two days ended and we were finally free of the competition and then we could roam around so um, we did that and there were these we uh, uh, the next two days we were stationed in this amazing hotel in the middle of the chinese uh, i can say i guess times square uh, like new york okay. uh, and there was just a lot of shops and these uh, these things so that's what we visited but the main highlight was when we went to this uh, to this uh, just like this village kind of thing a smaller part not a village but a smaller part of that area mm. and there were these amazing uh, pagoda shaped structures in the middle of the water and then there was a, uh, a bridge leading to that and there were a lot of small stalls and stuff and just uh, these cute uh, mementos and all of that just a lot of uh, uh, the, the kind of chinese things which we see in movies right? Right? and it was okay. very very beautiful in that in those structures you could uh, you could go and have tea and what not and it was very beautiful in fact the, it, the water in which there was the uh, in which there were those buildings there it was the whole water was filled with these gigantic koi fish like these big very very big wow so yeah that was that was pretty beautiful and i uh, remember we visited uh, that uh, place in the night and it was lit up with these yellow uh, yellow neon yellow lights and orange and uh, chinese uh, traditional chinese music playing in the background very beautiful and after that we visited these small uh, shops with these chinese handicraft articles and all of that and these uh, we, i we bought a few puzzles and uh, these you know these intricate puzzles which you got these just very small 50 piece puzzles and okay. it just makes a small postcard kind of sized uh, uh, images it's just very wow. beautiful and a lot of small small articles which you just your mind would like you just mind my mind was blown when i saw all of this these small small cards would open Cute up and things. then there yeah just beautiful <laughs> and these cards would open up and a, a boat would suddenly pop out of nowhere and just it's very nice and you know the chinese are known for their intricate work uh, with yeah. uh, paper and origami not origami but the intricate mm. paper details and all of that right so mm. we got to view that uh, first hand and it was very beautiful so that's how we spent the third day and on the fourth day we visited the more industrial part uh, of china but but i still i enjoyed the third day more more than anything uh, in those four days and that was a, a very 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 great opportunity which i got and i'm thankful that i got it because that was right before the pandemic that was in 2019 that was right before everything just came Stop. to an end so that was that was great for sure Yeah that's awesome and uh, how old were you when you went to China with your robotics idea That was uh, 2019 right so in 2022 I'm 14 so maybe I was 12 two years yes, ago Yes you were in 7th so you two mentioned ago, yeah Yeah so cool so you were 11 or 12 or something yeah No I think I was I was 10 running because I'm I I mean I'm born in December so 10 running or 11 or something something like that but yeah. Cool. So you were really young when you created this uh, thing for yeah, Kisans. Yeah, really, really young. Yes. Yes. So, like, uh, a lot of us just posted on Instagram. You are actually working for that. So amazing. I hope in the future this actually becomes a, a thing that Kisans can of India can use or farmers around the world. For sure. For sure. Knows. I'm sure it will be pretty beneficial to yes. them as well as uh, the nation. 
So yeah, let's maybe yeah. someone uh, listens to your podcast and picks up the idea, or maybe yeah. I can work on definitely. it. Definitely. Uh, also, I would like to ask, like, uh, so are you a vegetarian? I am. I am a vegetarian. Cool. So that is why you mentioned that you were in China and there was a lot of vegan food. So that was customized for you guys. Otherwise, Asia is very yeah bad <laughs> with vegetarian food. Cool. So, uh, like you mentioned, you're a writer, you're a designer, you're an artist. You're, yeah. You love coding. You like robotics. Uh, you're into tech. Oh no, I don't code. I don't code that much. Uh, I just, I just uh, do some coding, okay. but not a lot of coding. Cool. Okay. So it's 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 a start. Anyways, you'll you'll keep yeah. changing your interests anyway. It's it's a young age, and you'll you'll keep changing, and you're playing with things. Uh, are you into releasing that book that you're writing on Wattpad currently? In any ideas on if you would like to in the future? Sure, I think we will for sure. If if we of course if we complete it, then we will uh, release it. Uh, that's the goal to release it uh, in the future. Uh, in fact, as I mentioned, there were a few previous attempts uh, of writing the book. But we uh, that time we were just directly going to release it. But then what we decided this time was that we will do a Wattpad release, and then maybe the initial few chapters we'll hold out on, and then we'll put the, uh, put them in the book and we'll publish it. So something like that for sure. After we complete the book, yeah, yeah, we'll publish it. Hopefully. Yes, that's wonderful. I I read it, and I you should definitely release that book. It's a beautiful book, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's just talk about a little bit. Uh, okay, being a kid from Mumbai, yeah. and you go to China. Yeah. So, any uh, yeah. any uh, you know cultural shocks if you had from China? Any cultural shock if you might? Actually, I was fascinated by how it was not culturally shocking. And uh, the thing was that when I, of course, what we've seen in movies is what we assume. Uh, I've uh, I've seen in movies that uh, they're wearing these traditional dresses and they're roaming around. That's not. They're just normal human beings. They're wearing t-shirts and jeans, walking around. But it was great because I could see a lot of resemblance in how you know the especially in family structures. We could see how 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 the Chinese families were also as close knit as uh, the Indian families. And apart yeah. from that, another uh, thing which was very very uh, which resembled Indian. Yeah, for sure was was how loud everyone was. It was horrible. <laughs> like they're just screaming on their phones. Like there is no one around them, and they're in the house. And I'm sure all of us have seen that happening in uh, India as well. So that was a resemblance. So no cultural shocks for sure, but a lot of shocking resemblances, as I as I call, because I always assumed that the Chinese would be a, a very petite and respectful to others. But no, they are very loud. So, so yeah, for sure, that was that was an interesting experience for as well. Wonderful. Okay, cool. Uh, I thought that only Indians were loud, so I was like, "Jahan bhi." Oh Indians no, you you were widely mistaken. It would have <laughs> if I could speak Chinese, I would have probably given you the biography of that guy because he was screeching at the top of uh, top of his tongues and he was like speaking continuously. By the time we had exited that station, he was still speaking. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, no Indians are not the only ones who are loud. That's that's there. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> okay, Chinese are also loud. Cool. Yeah. Uh, any one thing if you had to change from Indian education system, do you think it's amazing, or would you like if you had a chance to change any one thing? I have a lot of thought. Uh, so the Indian education system, it's it's not perfect. That's what I would like to say. The problem is that I feel that 
the the one method which they have of uh, judging a person by their marks in the 10th board exams and having that very rigid curriculum which do you know surprisingly in 10th grade the only the only history and geography you get is of india and some some world war and all of that but it is just not the correct way to uh, to understand because if i'm going abroad and if i'm not working in india i will know nothing about who the who the 42nd president of america was i'm not even sure if there is a 42nd president I'm, i don't know anything about american history or about french history or about uh, um, your european history as a whole so you know i definitely think that there should be a few changes in the uh, in the curriculum apart from that maybe uh, according to the skills of a particular person you could have different types of assessments for them because as a person who who dabbles in a lot of different extracurriculars i think that all of these effort which i'm putting in apart from my academics should definitely be considered in you know in my board exam results because if i'm putting in all of this extra effort then what exactly am i getting out of it apart from the of course the gratitude and everything which i get personally that's there but you know i'm not really getting anything apart from that from from the government so yeah and i feel if this this happens then i think there is going to be a lot of different students who will take extra curriculars up as well because they know that there is an added incentive to uh, to them doing this and it's not just a bunch of people clapping for you and praising you that is that is not it they will know that it's going to amount to something so i feel a lot of different people will start taking up taking the initiative of taking part in competitions and all of that as well so yeah that that ends my rant <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yes i think uh, these points are uh, are common for a lot of different students not only me and this is a topic which we have talked uh, talked about a lot among my friends as well and among adults i'm sure you also converse about it with others but uh, yeah i think i definitely hope someone from the government uh, listens to the podcast and changes uh, all of this because maybe not for us but then i would be extremely glad if my uh, if uh, if my juniors would be able to enjoy these privileges and would be able to uh, have a better better uh, result and a better uh, year as well uh, if these changes are made so exactly yes. no i totally agree with you palash on this that um, indian curriculars do not take you global like they only focus on definitely India. uh so there should be a little more globalization that the kids get to know a little more yeah. I, uh, no the thing is we we did get the global uh, some part of it at least in in uh, in ninth grade but then if you're assessing and if you're considering that the 10th grade board marks are everything and at least that's what it is right now then i feel there should be a certain percentage of uh, of uh, of the world heritage which should also be included and not just be be uh, self centered and be all about india because you after all you're sending all of, we are uh, an extension of india as a country and what are we if we do not know about our neighbors So, exactly yes. yes so true and also to know about all of these um, you know your neighbors and understand them and then not give an exam on that again to you know to just again yeah, pressurize yeah. them to you know you need to learn <laughs> about your neighbors now again <laughs> new new yeah, chapters yeah. to learn from so it should be made easy and yeah. people uh, uh, there should be maybe an extra curriculars to make uh, kids understand about this or something like that extra also, credit yeah for yeah. sure yeah. and languages i think languages should also be included there's a lot of languages that languages. can be 
learned in a younger age than rather in the you know now there are a lot of uh, indian boards which promote different languages but however cbse and icse i don't think at least not my school does not offer a lot of uh, language yeah. option even yeah. if there are options you have marathi hindi and sanskrit which is not going to help you again on a global platform so yeah maybe maybe spanish uh, latin these languages are actually pretty helpful so yeah exactly. let's hope one can yeah. only hope if these changes one can are made. only hope yes like uh, i see korea is also promoting a lot of jobs okay then there's uh, mandarin is a global language again there is mandarin my i have a sister who lives in america and uh, she's uh, i think she's like 6 or 5 or 6 years old or something and she she's learning mandarin and i'm so jealous of her because if i was given that opportunity i would it would be great i would already be able to converse with you maybe with you if you were given that opportunity fluently in mandarin so so that's definitely something which i think the indian education system should uh, consider uh and i'm sure they will because they are progressing as well yes. uh, and they are also learning because they are also humans so uh yeah i'm sure they'll do a great job hopefully in the future definitely so uh, hoping for a better education system and adding this and that a little bit here and there so that we can be a little yeah. more global and more friendly with people let's say if we want to talk to japanese people and now we'll have an option to have those languages and you'll not have to be jealous about definitely, those things anymore definitely definitely yeah so, <laughs> uh cool so i'll mention all the links to one last chapter and your instagram and everything in the description box below uh cool so any last message that you would like to give to our listeners just uh, if you have a if you have a idea then definitely please do work on it uh, and that's the only way you will be able to uh, achieve it because unless you will not be able to gather a lot of information from the textbook unless you get your hands dirty and you do it you will not be able to gain any practical knowledge which is uh, which is worth nothing if you just have uh, book knowledge right so so please if you have an idea then expand upon it think over it and and the only way to understand if something is going to work is by doing it this is something which my dad tells me a lot and i'm sure everyone should follow it because that is incredibly helpful so yeah definitely a very nice message uh, from you palash and this was wonderful having you on inspiring explorers thank you so much for you know giving us so much gyan and a lot of perspectives uh, for us Not at all. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you. So this was Palash Jadhav's inspiring life journey so far and some amazing travel experiences. Thank you so much for giving your precious time to this podcast. If this episode was inspiring and insightful, please do drop a comment on my Instagram and YouTube at the rate my boho voyage. Also do check out my YouTube channel at the rate my boho voyage for the video version of this episode. Please do subscribe and give a 5 star rating and hopefully write a review for inspiring explorers. Also please don't forget to connect with me on Instagram and YouTube. Drop me a hi or send me a comment so that I know we are in this journey together. This has been Akshay Shrivastava your host for Inspiring Explorers saying goodbye. See you next week with an amazing inspiring interview. Till then take care.